Annual pass holders and DVC members get their turn at Tron Light Cycle Power Run Reviews. We got to write it twice. We'll share our experience and review of Magic Kingdom's newest ride, plus news and more on episode 132 of the Make Your File podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Mickey File Podcast. I am Scott, and with me, as always, is my lovely birthday girl wife, Karen. Hello, everybody. Thank you, baby. <laughs> yeah. Big week for you. Tron and a birthday. I know. It's fantastic. <laughs> so we went to Magic Kingdom last weekend. Mm-hmm. We, uh, with a bunch of friends, there were 10 of us. Yes, there were. The Florida friends. Yeah, all the Florida folk. Yep. <laughs> Got to ride Tron on Saturday, and then we spent the night and went back Sunday and did it again. Yes, we did. It was actually so, a lot of fun. It was, yeah. So we'll talk about all that this week. Yes. So, is there any housekeeping? I don't know if it's housekeeping, but we want to wish a big congratulations to our friend and fellow podcaster, Kurt Stone, at Geekin' on WDW podcast Mm -hmm. for 500 episodes. That is like a million. I know it is. Congratulations, Kurt. It's an amazing milestone. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of podcasts. That's a lot of podcasts. So, and I guess in a couple of weeks here, he hits nine years. So we're at two and a half. So we got a long way to go. Why does it seem like forever before we'd actually get there? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Because we have six and a half more years. So, okay. Well, let's go ahead and start off with the news then. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is reducing voyages to two sailing experiences a week beginning in October through December. Now that's except for holiday weeks. So what does that mean? They'll do three on holiday weeks? Yeah. Okay. Um, Apparently it's struggling. Yeah. Which I don't... I mean, it's expensive, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's a little bit like Genie Plus. Like, everybody kind of made up their minds about it before it even opened. Right. I wonder how successful both those things would be if Iger had actually been in charge when they were implemented instead of just when they were begun. Hmm. Because all the criticism was about Chapik, the bean counter, you know, nickel and diming and too expensive and all this. And I wonder, and we'll never know, but I do wonder. Yeah, that is an interesting food for thought. I mean, it was an amazing experience, but I mean, yes, it was expensive, but, but it was amazing. You know, based on this weekend, we got 
two, four, five, six meals. I mean, that's that's a lot of money right there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying. I mean, I want to do it again. I do too. And our friends that we went with. I haven't heard one single person who went on it and said they won't. They don't want to do it again. Right. Except for people who's who did it to cover it and didn't want to do it in the first place. So anyway, um, well, yeah. it'll just make it more difficult for us to schedule the next one, I guess. Yeah, I guess. All right. Dole Whip is coming to local grocery stores nationwide this year, which is 2023. They didn't give a time frame of when, but it's actually, they're going to have the regular, the pineapple one. I believe they're going to have the raspberry one and there's one other one. More interesting. But coming to source. I mean, makes sense. Dole would want to yeah. sell more stuff. I don't really have a lot to say about that. Books. I mean, I'm surprised it isn't already in stores. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So originally last week, we had stated that Typhoon Lagoon was reopening on March, 9th, March 12th. There is a updated date that it's opening on March 19th. So I wanted to provide the, provide the correction on that. Hmm. So, so I do not like providing incorrect information. Yeah. Were we wrong or then, did they change it? Um, I They may have changed it or I guess they may have changed it. Because originally it said March 12th, but then I think they updated it. So okay. I wanted to make sure we provided the correct information. Gotcha. And then in conjunction with that, Blizzard Beach will be closing beginning March 19th for refurb. Yeah, which is what they've been doing for... It's normal. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Bruce Vaughn is returning to Walt Disney Imagineering as Chief Creative Officer, effective March 20th. He left the company back in 2016 after 22 years. Now they've brought him back in himself and Barbara Bowser. Okay. We'll be restructuring Walt Disney Imagineering. Hmm. Okay. Thought that was kind of interesting. So they're bringing back people that run things very effectively again. Okay. So apparently this is like a dual leader now. They had a president of the Barbara is a is the president of Walt Disney Imagineering and apparently he'll be chief creative officer and they will be co-leading. The Grand Cottage and Easter egg display is returning to Grand Floridian yesterday on March 7th for Easter of 2023 and the Grand Cottage is going to have themed treats available through April 10th. Okay. Because I think Easter is the 9th. Right. And I know, I remember we went and looked at it last year and they're really cool displays. Yeah, I was looking for something. 
have a ton of pictures of Easter eggs from last year. Mm-hmm. So those are all good. Like I might have a hundred. Yeah. Because one of them was like a really huge one. I think it was a castle one or a carriage, I think it was in. It's huge. Well, yeah. Yeah. It was like that one was like four feet tall or something, but the rest were actually yeah. cooler. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to go see those. That would be cool. Yeah, cool. There's some of the um, Walt Disney World 50th anniversary decorations have been coming down, mostly from grassy areas. And they've been adding some of the Disney Hunter decorations inside the Magic Kingdom confectionery shop. What a weird place to start that. Yeah. I mean, you're already selling merchandise in the Emporium across the street, so I don't know why they wouldn't be putting it in there. Yeah, I know. I don't know. But, I mean, they got 24 days or whatever it is, and it's all over, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, Walt Disney World is giving pass holders complimentary one-day ticket for Tron light cycle run previews on blackout dates. Is there a real problem with that? I'm sorry? I have a real problem with that. Okay. I'll tell you why. Because you had people who weren't blacked out, who had valid admission, mm -hmm. who didn't get it. Right. Apparently because people with pixie dust passes decided to go try to get it. And then you're rewarding those people Additionally, by giving them tickets on days they're not supposed to be allowed in the park. I have a real problem with that. Yes. Because it even said on the right. information prior to registering for the preview, you can only select a date that you have a valid pass, you have a valid pass to be able to get into Magic Kingdom. Right. That if you that if you select a date that you are blacked out on, it will be canceled. Yeah. So I I get that somebody thought this was a good PR move because you know, look right. at what we're doing for pass holders. But right, you have a whole bunch of people who have passes valid that passes were that valid do mm -hmm. that didn't get it because you had people that didn't have valid doing it anyway. Yes, yeah, selecting dates that they couldn't go. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. So anyway, I mean, I have a problem were, with there, it. There were other events of previews that people were blacked out on. Period. Like for example, Galaxy Guardians. Edge was yeah, Guardians Galaxy's Edge. Right. Galaxy's Edge, I believe, was only for platinum. Was only platinum. Right. Or, yeah, platinum at yeah, the time. platinum at the time. Right. So, anyway. Anyway. Whatever. I guess it's, you know, it is what it is. But I do have a yeah. problem with it. We have friends that didn't get in because people who didn't right. have valid admission got in. Yep. And like I said, they're being rewarded with it. So. I know. There's annual pass exclusive ganache squares and Jock Lindsay drinks available at Disney Springs through March 31st. Okay. 
try a drink. Happily Ever After singer Angie Kilhauer surprised a couple during their beach wedding at Yacht and Beach Club and sang Happily Ever After song during their first dance. That is very cool. I think it's amazing. I couldn't have told you her name. I've never heard that name before. I knew it was Angie, but I didn't know her last name. But even if I you actually, look the song up on like Apple Music or whatever, it's only got Jordan, whatever his name is. Fisher. Name. Yeah. yeah. But I couldn't, she, I wouldn't have ever been able to tell you her name. Yeah. She actually played guitar. I actually watched a little video of it. Very cool. Yeah, that is cool. Haunted Mansion trailer has been released. It opens in theaters on July 28th. Do you watch so I haven't trailer? watched it. Oh. But I listened to a whole podcast where they talked about it. It made for a great podcast. It, yeah. As they live watched a video and talked about it. It was entertaining. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm excited about the movie, I think. I don't know what to expect. I'm not sure what to expect. I mean, it's got some... I mean, with Benicio Del Toro doing it, it could be a full-on horror movie. Who knows? Yeah. Like... Well, and um, Jamie Lee Curtis is Madame Leota. Right. I, um... I don't know. The Eddie Murphy one is, like, every year I like it more. I say it's it's a terrible movie. I thought it was a very good movie. I don't know if it was very good. It was it was cute. It was it was, it was entertaining. Yeah, it's it entertaining. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. We'll wait and see. Yeah. Disney World raised excuse me. Walt Disney World raises 1.5 million Make a wish with the limited edition 50th anniversary license plate. So, what's going to happen to that license plate in four years? I don't know. I mean, is that it? We, I guess, have it for five years and then it'll be gone? Can't answer that. But that's cool. I mean, that's mm -hmm. a lot of money. That's a lot of money. All right, uh, DVC News. The 16th Disney Vacation Club Resort Villas at Disneyland Hotel is officially opening on Thursday, September 28th, 2023. It looks beautiful from the pictures. It does. It does. And there's going to be a ton of studios in it. Well, I mean, whatever it is is good. There's only like 40 rooms out there right now. 50, whatever yeah. it is. 48, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Chase Disney Visa card holders can save an extra $1,250 on the purchase of Disney Vacation Club points. I thought I was shocked. So, it applies to purchases at, act, at all three of the active resorts, which are Villas at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, Disney's Riviera Resort, and Alani Disney Vacation Club Villas. Um, buyers must purchase at least 250 points to qualify. 
So it's the equivalent of basically five bucks per point, which is fine. Right. Um, savings also available for current members adding on points. And you're eligible for six months, same as cash on DVC purchases and add-ons. Which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So it's also, you know, $25,000, but yeah, I know <laughs> closer to actually closer to 50 on all those, all three of those. Yeah. Um, the first 750 Disney Vacation Club members to add points at select resorts will receive a three-piece travel set with their purchase of um, at least 50 points add-on. Mm-hmm. It's available only to current members adding points at Alani, Riviera, and Grand Floridian. The luggage set is valued at $209. And the current promotional incentives are running through May 29th, 2023. I think it's cool. It is, yeah. If you're adding on, you know, okay. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um. Yeah. So that's it for the news. Yeah. It was it was not a heavy news week. No, it wasn't. Which is fine. Yeah. But there was other stuff going on. So we went over. We we went Saturday morning. Yes. We had a one o'clock Tron preview uh, for annual pass holder preview. Right. So there were six people in our part of the party, mm-hmm. which was the two of us and the bowls. Yes. And then we met because they had the same time as us. We met with Tony Ann and Dave and Veronica and Mike, our yes. friends from the Disney Crush podcast. Mm-hmm. So that was super cool. We had breakfast at, uh, I guess, breakfast, brunch at um, Steakhouse 71. Yes, it was very good. So we actually, they went over and rode the train. Yeah, they got there. Before breakfast, we were uh, running a little bit behind that. So we actually met up at Magic Kingdom and then walked over. No, did we ride the, we rode the monorail over to Contemporary. Yes. So, I had the Western Omelet. That's the second time I've had that. I think I've been sleeping on the Western Omelet. What does that mean? It was probably the best thing I've had there. Really? Yeah, and I had it before and kind of forgot about it because it was just an omelet and they've got Walt's hash and they've got, you know. Yeah. Um, But I think it might be the best thing on the breakfast menu. It's it, yeah. I got the ham and cheddar, and it was you know mine's egg whites, but it was delicious. It's fluffy, but it's got yeah. It was flavor. really well done. Yeah, and they cooked it exactly like I asked, which it's crazy. But I asked people for, for egg whites, well done, and shocking, it doesn't happen the way that way. But right, done perfectly. Yeah, it was really good. Mm-hmm. And you had mimosas. Yes, bottomless mimosas. Veronica and I did. I had a curiously curious cold brew is what I had. What was in it? It looked good. Um, coffee. And? Yeah. 
Uh, well, I'm going to have to look it up. Because <laughs> I don't remember exactly. Um, okay, the Curious Cold Brew. It was $13, $14, something like that. 15 I think it was like 14 Um, It had Joffrey's cold brew, maple flavor, vanilla bean cream, um, and Maker's Mark bourbon. Yeah, sounds delicious. It was. It was very good. So I'm not usually a coffee cold... No, not that. A coffee alcohol beverage person, but it was really good. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't want the mimosas. No, you're you're not really a mimosa person. No. So yeah, that's what I got. And then and they don't do the Bloody Mary there like they do at Top of the or at um, House of Blues. So yeah, um, that was the ne- next best alternative. Then we left there. Mm-hmm. Let's see, what did we do when we got to Magic Kingdom? What did we do? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, we went directly to Tron. Yeah, we did. Because by the time we'd had, we'd had what, like a 1045 or something. Yeah. And I think that's why we planned reservation. Something we'd get there a little after probably at 12, 1230 and then head back. Yeah. So that's what we did. Yeah. So we went basically directly to Tron. Yeah. So the line was kind of daunting when we got up, got there. Like it yeah. was long. It was back. It was back almost to the DVC station. Like we didn't believe it was the line. We thought maybe it was uh, Space Mountain, but it went really <laughs> fast. It did. So first thing we got in line, like right at one o'clock. There, um, they checked. They, they checked your passes a couple of times. Yes. In that queue. Yes. But we got in line right at one and we were off by one thirty. Yes. So even with the line all the way out there, yeah, to the DVC booth, basically, um, mm-hmm. it was a half hour. Yeah. Now, I will jump ahead. Sunday, I heard cast members telling people, this is the longest part of the ride. Once you get to the building, it'll go really fast. Oh, I didn't hear. I don't remember hearing them say and that. And that was very true. Once we got yep. past the final checkpoint, right before you went into the building, we never stopped walking again until they assigned our row number. Right. There's some cool pictures, like graphics. Yes. There's some kind of really cool, like, I don't know, laser looking thing that charges every few minutes. It's pretty neat. So I got pictures of that. It's there is a super that makes you small like that. Which well, it's, it's not because that happens when you go in the room inside. Yeah. When they say prepare to digitize. Yeah. It's not honey. I shrunk the kids. I understand that, but I actually thought that that was. What I, I mean, maybe that's the back side of it, but okay. Anyway. So um, that's outside. So that's cool. It's at least something to watch. Now, let me just say this. Um, I don't know how that queue is going to be in August. 
because like 90% of the queue line is outside. Yeah. Yes, it's under the canopy and there are some fans. Like they have the... It's not cussing if you say the, it's the brand name. They have like big ass fans everywhere. Um, that's the brand name, even though it doesn't say it on them, but that's the brand name for these fans. They're like 10 feet wide and right. ridiculously huge. Right. Um, so they're there, but you're still outside and it's still going to be. 93 feels like 107 in August. Yes. So that probably will be fine for the time being with virtual queue and lightning lanes. Yeah, but when standby starts. But when Splash Mountain opens. Yeah. Back up. Um, yeah, when standby starts, that, that queue I don't think is going to be a lot of fun in the summer. No, I think you're right. Um. But I'm sure that Disney has thought about all that, right? I'm sure. I mean, you know, and I don't know. I mean, people wait in line for an hour outside at uh, Seven Dwarfs in the sun. Yeah. So, but that was just something that struck me. Like, the whole queue is outside. Once we once we got in the building. Yeah. It, it was pretty much directly into the, like, showroom mm. and then then we went then you went out into a queue line but I don't know how big that line would actually be like I mean they didn't have it all open right so I don't know how big that line would actually be the pre-show has a super cool effect and I took a video of it twice mm-hmm. but I haven't posted it anywhere because it's kind of the coolest thing about well it's definitely the coolest thing about the queue yes and no one at least the two times we wrote it no one was anticipating what it was so um i don't know if i want to spoil it or not because it's definitely the coolest thing about the queue yes once you once you get out of that room um then you go through the part that has like pictures of your fellow competitors Yes. You know, photographs, all that. And then you get in line and they are apparently are doing just like they are with Guardians. So like even numbers go left or go right and odd numbers go left. Yep. Or whatever that matters. Right. They're matching up, I guess. So first day, our group had rows one, two, and three because we had four people that wanted to ride Yes. In the, the special car. Yeah. So, for, for various Veronica reasons. Sat in the, we were second in Tony and Mike. Dave and Veronica Bowles sat yes. on the front, the first, yeah, in the first row, and then us, and then Tony Ann and Mike. Right. So, um, I had no problem with the ride vehicle oh, at all the first day. Yeah. So the second day, I got a little bit of a cramp, not because I was being held in, but the weird angle and with my feet hanging. Because uh, your feet don't touch anywhere. And I got a little bit of a cramp on there. So, yeah. On me, the second day, I actually pulled it a little too tight. 
So my legs were actually stuck. One of my legs had kind of a quirky twist to it, but yeah. that was my own fault for pulling it so tight. Um, it's a little awkward to get on. Yes. You know, if you're you, of a certain like a, age and body right, type and or body type. It's not like a bicycle type. that you can just swing your leg over the back because... Yeah, I mean, it's because it's, it's two feet wide. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, but I didn't have any problem like fitting in it or any of that. Mm -mm. So here's my first recommendation when you get on the bike. Okay. Um, don't lean all the way forward like you're... Like it matters if you're really aerodynamic because you're going to go 60 miles an hour no matter what. Right. Um, but the first time we rode it, I like kind of crouched down like I was actually riding a motorcycle and um, mm -hmm. it kind of hurt my chest, like okay. bruised my chest against the vehicle. So the second day I didn't lean down as far and it was way more comfortable. Right. Um, the back part moves, so you're not really like locked in. Right. Locked in, locked in. Not really locked in. Right. Yeah. You can sit uh, you know, sit up a little bit. I mean, I don't know how much it moves, but it, you know, you can sit up or crouch down even when it's locked in place. Right. And there's two sets of handlebars depending on how tall you are. Right. So um it wasn't particularly uncomfortable. No. It was more it comfortable than I thought it was. It was more comfortable than flight of passage is. Oh yeah. Especially on the legs. Yeah. Um, and it's over so fast that mm -hmm. like when you when when they open the gates for you to get on, they're like, come on, come on, come on, come on, pull it all the way down. Okay, push it forward. Okay, let's go. You know. Right. I mean they were rushing you. Yes, they were. Hundred percent. Um and not in a bad way, but it was very it was rushed. Yes. You know, they're they're not dawdling. Um, and then it starts and then it's over in like a minute and 32 seconds. Right. So now, I know day one, I actually put my hands up, like took my hands off the handlebars and put my hands up, up until the outside, on the outside part. On the inside, I put my hands back down because I really wasn't sure where, yeah, we, but, you know, which directions we were going. But the thing is, because of the way you're sitting, when you put your hands up, you look like Superman. You're not. Well, no, I sat up a little bit. Okay, but I mean. Yeah, but yes, you would look like Superman if you don't pick. They're not up straight up in the air like on right. a regular roller coaster. Um, so people keep saying that the ride's too short. It's like almost exactly the same length as Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I think so. It is. They're both oh, okay. like a minute and a half. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it is short. It feels shorter because you're actually going fast. Right. Um, let's see. Now, I thought, personally, the f day one when we did AP... Right, this says, Google says Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is three minutes. I don't believe that. Mm -mm. Let's see. The Diz Unplugged says that Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is, well, it actually says it's two minutes and 30 seconds. 
Okay. So now I don't know when that's from. Astro Orbiter is a minute and 30 seconds. So is Dumbo. Shocking. Same ride. Right. Mad Hatter Tea Party. Aladdin. Same ride. Now I'm thinking from the time you load and first start moving, it probably it's a little bit longer before you actually launch. From the time, yes. So I I say it's a minute and thirty seconds. That's it was a minute and thirty two seconds from when when you launch the launch happens, not when you start moving. Right. So I will say this based on. The Diz Unplugged's numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and and take out the three different versions of Dumbo and Magic Kingdom. Right. It's this. It, it's basically the third shortest ride at Magic Kingdom. Okay. So, you know, I don't know what their official length of of the ride is, but it's short. I mean, but it's fun. It is fun. It's fun. Now, when the AP day, when we rode it, the first day, I, it was, went very quick. The whole thing was over really fast. Day two, it seemed a little longer because I was looking at more things and taking it all in while we're writing it. So so Attractions Magazine says that Tron Light Cycle Run is approximately two minutes, including the launch sequence, indoor segments, and turns back into the unload station. That that seems about right. So, right. So, you know, the entire, from the time you start moving until you get back is about two minutes. So that, I guess, figured. That makes sense. Yeah. It was a video I watched the other day. It was like two minutes and 18 seconds. So, yeah, that's. Yeah. But the actual ride is just like a minute 32, a minute 34, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was fun. Yeah. I it enjoyed been... it more day two. Yeah. Cause you knew a little more what to expect. Right. Um, I will say that. Just like what we have said about Remy and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Railway and Rise of the Resistance, if Tron had opened before Guardians, it would be a. It would have been better. Yes, because it's like it's like Guardians without the turning. Yes, um, you know the spinning ride vehicle. Right. So it kind of opened and I was listening to uh, some podcast the other day and they were talking about it and they said if Tron and Guardians were right next to each other, um, I would go to Guardians every time. <laughs> Having yeah. ridden them both yeah. now, you know, yeah. So, yeah, but it's in a different park and it's a very cool ride and it'll be very popular. Right. Yes. The only thing I I'm not done writing it. No. I'm not going to pay for it. No. It needs to have a little bit more pre-show story something. Does it? A little bit of backstory? I mean, a little bit. 
minuscule amount of backstory. Well, I, and I mean, it does, you know, and, and maybe if you're in line for more than 10 minutes, it does, you know, you miss a lot of maybe yeah. that stuff when you skip cues. True. But I mean, it was very fun. I'm not saying don't write it. I'm not going to no, pay for it. I mean, no, no, I won't pay for it. Yeah. But I'll do virtual queue. But I'll do virtual queue if we get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's, then... Um, it's not a must-do for me. Cool. Okay. I'm just saying. It's not a must-do for and, me. Right. And our friends, we had uh, Ken and Kaylee rode in the backseat. Mm-hmm. Because that's the one, the... Um, Accessible one, I guess is what it's called, right? Yeah, I don't know what they're calling it. Right. Um, so Ken said he definitely wants to ride on one of the bikes next time. Right. Yeah, but it, it worked good might. for it worked good for the people who weren't sure that they wanted to, you know, how they felt about the ride right. in general. That back seat. Worked real well. So, yes. yeah. So that's it. Ella definitely said, I'm, I want to ride on the back. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it, especially going with our friends. That was really a lot of fun. Right. Right. Um, we left there. We did do, we did the train. Yes. We that's what we did. Now, we rode the train back to Frontierland. And. Yes. And uh, rode Big Thunder Mountain. And then we left. Yes. So. Right. I can't well, remember we if we rode the train again. Oh, yeah. So we didn't. We walked out. Yeah, we got our passes renewed. Right. So now we can make reservations for. Um, PDC 2023, which I already did. Yeah, exactly. Hang and on a second. Oh, I Hang haven't done G3 yet. So, yeah, we renewed our passes so we can make our park reservations for. TDC 2023. Mm -hmm. And then I can actually go make them for G3 as well. Forgot about those. Uh, yeah. Right. Yep. I was going to say don't, but don't do that yet. But we're staying on resorts so they don't affect the reservations any. Right. So we um we had planned on going somewhere off property for dinner, mm -hmm. trying to conserve a few pennies. And we got to that restaurant and it was packed and there was a line of people outside the door. Now that was, I don't know, seven o'clock? It was a little before seven, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, prime dinner time. Right. So that was on one ninety two. Um, basically across the street from Animal Kingdom Lodge, just off property, like a mile away. Yeah. Uh, from Animal Kingdom and Animal Kingdom Lodge. So we decided to just see like what is available basically right now. There were probably 15 restaurants. Oh, yeah. Um, it was Disney Springs. There was Resort. Yeah, but only a few things at Disney Springs actually came up. Now, there was more when we went to Open Table. Right. But 
I mean, <laughs> Boma, Gico, uh, Grand Floridian Cafe. Mm-hmm. Trying to remember all the stuff. Beer Garden. Yeah, there was stuff in the parks. I mean, yeah. a Garden Grill was there, which I was Diamond about. Diamond Horseshoe was there, which is Liberty mm-hmm. Tree Tavern with yeah, but both of less them a, different atmosphere. Yeah, um, um, but we picked the Turf Club, and I think it was for about thirty-five minutes from then. So we had to. Uh, I mean, we had to drive to Saratoga anyway. So yeah, actually, we did uh, walk up on that one. Because it was like an 8.30 reservation. Mm. And we were going to do it. And I said, well, let's just... And it showed that the walk-up list was going to be about 30 minutes. It was basically about the same amount of time. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we went to Turf Club. So, you're right. It was walk-up. We didn't even do the reservation. Right. And uh, had a great dinner there again. It was delicious. I had the prime rib. You had the fillet. Yes. They were both. They were both perfectly made. Mm-hmm. Server was great. Yep. We had some kind of wine. Yeah, we had a um, some kind of cab, cab. because yeah. your fillet had a cab based sauce yeah. with it, and that was the recommendation. So we got that, and it was. It was a delicious wine. It was. It was a very good wine. Yeah. And um, then we bought another bottle of wine before we went back to the hotel and FaceTimed our friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did an arm workout trying to get blinds down at Old Key West. Yeah. Those blinds are ridiculous. <laughs> I know they fit the decor, but they are so ridiculous. I mean, it's such. It took such an effort. Like for every two, for every two feet you move that chain, the blinds move like a half inch. I know it was crazy, and they're like eight feet long. So do the math on that. Yeah. Um, I really liked the room. I still. I hope they refurbish it and they put in the sofa with the Murphy bed. Yeah. So I don't like the two beds, but I really liked the room. Yeah. So we had a little bit of a problem there. We didn't have a do not disturb sign or a room occupied or whatever they call it. Right. And we didn't have a corkscrew. Or a can opener because both of those are supposed to be in the room. Right. So it was missing some stuff. Which I know people, let's say, forget and take them home or whatever. But it does seem like but housekeeping, when they're restocking, should go, oh, there's nothing. And they apparently didn't do that. Other than that, it was good. Um, yeah. We did yeah. not get anything quick, light. Though. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get anything even close to what we requested at check-in. But I don't know. I mean, we only got the room a week ago, so maybe it was just everybody else had already requested what we wanted. I know, but... So. I, the one little thing that drove me crazy was the table not being level. The table was slanted. Yeah. The bus stop was also literally right below our window. Yeah. Um, 
So the buses are not quiet. No, they're not. And the other thing is when we got to the room and I was trying to get on the internet, just to tell you how close the buses are, um, we got into the room. I was trying to get on the internet and the first option for the internet was Disney WDW transportation. Right. And then it disappeared and I realized that I just heard the bus drive off. And then it appeared again because another bus came. Mm -hmm. But so that's how close it was to the bus stop, which I guess is good if you're relying on the bus. That was uh, building 44 and Turtle, whatever it is. Old Turtle Turtle Road, but it was. Yeah, Turtle something. Mm -hmm. So um, very close to the bus stop. But that also means that if you're not rope dropping... um, going full stink, you're going to hear the bus all day and night. Yeah. So, till like 11 o'clock or later. Yeah. Yes. So, anyway, but Key West was nice. I like the I like the resort. I love the new lobby and the shops and so all that up front. Nice and bright. Yeah, the lobby's really mm-hmm. bright now. Yeah. So, decor because it's, you know, Key West style, which is, but it looks nice. Right. So. And um, the next day we went, uh, we didn't leave, we left the room like right at a checkout at 11 o'clock, went to, yeah. went to Magic Kingdom, Road Tron again. And mm-hmm. uh, that experience was basically exactly the same, except there were just two of us. And it was quicker. We were off, we were out of there by one twenty-five. But we also went in line a couple minutes earlier than before one. Yeah. So it was about the same amount of time. And right. then we came and that, and that check-in was a little bit different because we actually had to check in outside because they had to give us wristbands. Yeah, for that one, right. We had to get wristbands outside of the park. Right. And then... Even though we had a park reservation, yeah. And then get checked in... Right. At the back with, you know show your reservation for the ride and all that. Right. And then we went home. So that was the weekend. Yeah. It was nice. It was. It was good. And it was John's birthday weekend. I really liked it. Yeah. So happy birthday. Thank you. All right. It Um, It did. That's all I got. All I got. All righty. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this week's episode. Uh, on Instagram, we are MickeyFile underscore podcast. Uh, we have the Facebook page. The Facebook group is the Mickey File Improvement District. Podcast, obviously, is available anywhere you find podcasts. So, still thanking our listener in uh, Trinidad and Tobago. Nice. Thank you. I'm starting to wonder if it's my uh, high school ethics teacher, Mr. Clock. That's where he's from. Okay. Trinidad and Tobago, both places. <laughs> um, best way to support the show is, first of all, subscribe, like, rate, review, follow, whatever it is on your podcaster, podcast catcher. Um. Tell your friends, family, strangers, whoever, your kid's teacher. Yep. 
just tell people about the show and uh, that'll help us out. So, and if you want to reach out to us, uh, email address is mickeyfilepodcast, all one word, at google.com. <laughs> Goodbye. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.